Would you turn with me to Psalm 34? We're continuing Psalm 34. Psalm of David. When he pretended madness before Abimelech, who drove him away, and he departed. This is the word of God, living word of God. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him, and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him, and delivers them. I'd like to focus just for a few minutes on verse 6. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. <clears throat> you know, when we look to the Lord, we've just seen, and we heard last week, when we look to the Lord, we can be radiant, and uh, we can shine in this dark world for him. Our faces don't need to be downcast or ashamed. Uh, it says, I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from my fears. They looked to him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. And now in verse 6, we see again that we are to seek the Lord, who then hears cry of his children, and we can be delivered from our fears and those things that trouble us. This poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. And uh, many times in Scripture, I found many, uh, it talked about the children of God crying out to the Lord. And, you know, what does it mean to cry out? I, I think we all know intuitively, but when we cry out, we're under some kind of great fear or some distress. And rather than just keep silent, in fact, we probably can't, we are moved to cry out by the Holy Spirit. And we express our heart as much as we can by pleading and admitting that we are in great need. We are not sufficient. We are sometimes desperate. And I think maybe there are many times we don't know how desperate we are. And we should be crying out to the Lord. So David said, this poor man, this afflicted man, this weak man, and David knew he was weak and insufficient to face what is in front of him. And Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And in other words, people who realize they are poor and they are weak uh, realize that their hope is in heaven, their treasure is in heaven, and their eternal home is in heaven. And they have less pretense. People who are crying out, they don't have pretense. They don't have pride. They know they must cry out to the living God. And they're able to do so. We are able to do so as children of the king uh, because he's enabled us to do that. And they... These people who know they are poor and afflicted, uh, they know only the Lord can save them. Now, we don't often pray this way, do we? I mean, we don't often cry out. Maybe, maybe we do, um, and we're not uh, aware of that, that in the body so much. You know, we don't cry out enough to the Lord, I believe, whether out loud or silently. And the sovereign and loving Lord brings troubling times into our lives to teach us to cry to him. And what a privilege that we can cry to him. This is what children do, isn't it, naturally? I mean, when children are hurt or fearful, they cry out. They run to their parents. And, and then they're drawn near to their parents as a result of that. Now, there are other ways to cry out, of course. You know, we can cry out in anger at our circumstances. Totally ineffective. We can cry out for others to help us. Um, and, you know, rightly so in the body to, to a degree. We can cry out to each other. Uh, but even many Christians run to the state for deliverance and, are do and by doing so, essentially, they're crying out saying the state is my deliverer. The Lord keep us from that. And, and we should sometimes cry out for justice, of course. 
uh, we should cry out uh, for help in the assembly of the saints. Yet, as children of our Heavenly Father, we must, we should seek Him first. We should cry out to Him first. In Deuteronomy 26, and we quoted from that in our uh, confession, uh, readings of confession this morning. Uh, in Deuteronomy 26, it was recalling what uh, happened in, uh, in the Exodus from Egypt. And it said, But the Egyptians mistreated us, afflicted us, and laid hard bondage on us. Then we cried out to the Lord God of our fathers, and the Lord heard our voice and looked on our afflictions and our labor and our oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and with an outstretched arm with great terror and with signs and wonders. The people cried out, and the Lord heard them, and he delivered them. And many times in the book of Judges, if you read the book of Judges, there's one sentence that's repeated quite a bit with, at the end of it, uh, the name of a different judge. And it says, When the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for the children of Israel who delivered them. Praise God, we have a deliverer in the Lord Jesus Christ. In Second Chronicles, King Asa was in a really hard situation. There's a, an army against him far greater than he could deal with. And, in, and it says, And Asa cried out to the Lord his God and said, Lord, it is nothing for you to help, whether with many or with those who have no power. Help us, O Lord our God, for we rest on you. And in your name we go against this multitude. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let man prevail against you. He is crying out to the Lord. Now, our cries can be very short, or they can be longer like this. Asa, he, he, as a king, he cried out for his people, and the Lord delivered them from an overwhelming enemy, an over, overwhelming army. And then in Nehemiah chapter 9, and this is a common pattern. <clears throat> it said, but after they had rest, so people were, they had rest, they were delivered. After they had rest, they again did evil before you. Therefore, you left them in the hand of their enemies, so that they had dominion over them. Yet, when they returned and cried out to you, you heard from heaven, and many times you delivered them according to your mercies and testified against them that you might bring them back to the law. And this is a common pattern. The people of God get comfortable, we begin to do evil, we turn from the law of God, and the enemy starts having dominion over uh, them, us, as is promised, as we saw in Deuteronomy 28 this morning. So the people of God cry out, God hears them, and God delivers them according to his great mercy. He is a God of mercy. Uh, we would not be here but for his mercy. And he brings us back to his law. Praise God. He brings us back to his word. Hard times, I believe, are meant as a mercy from God. It's part of his mercy. We don't think of it that way probably often, but hard times are a mercy from God to bring us back to his law. And that's what we're called to, to do, to obey his law. In Psalm 138, it says, In the day when I cried out, you answered me and made me bold with strength in my soul. We cry out, the Lord hears us and answers, and we are made bold, bolder than we were before uh, with strength in our soul. Peter cried out, remember? He, he cried out. He only said three words, Lord, save me. He started to sink. He, he knew. Uh, he got out and he looked around, great fear, started to sink, and he said, Lord, save me. He cried out. And our, so our cries don't need to be long or eloquent. Uh, the Lord hears the cry of his children. And we are to cry out according to his word and by the help of his word. When we cry out, we are able to keep the word and to hope in it. In fact, uh, God's deliverance is according to his word and it drives us to his word. We are meant, we cry out again to be brought back to his word. Psalm 119, I cry out with my whole heart. Hear me, O Lord, I will keep your statutes. I cry out to you, save me, I, and I will keep your testimonies. 
I rise before the dawning of the morning and cry for help. I hope in your word. So the, our, our heart cry should drive us to the word of God and to the Lord uh, of that word. So let's cry out this morning as individuals and as a church for deliverance from our fears, from temptations, from ungodly rulers, from ungodly institutions, and from the dominion of the enemies of the body of Christ. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the Lord hears the cry of his children, and he is able to deliver us. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for your sovereign care for your own, for your children, and for your jealous love for us. Thank you for drawing us near to you by your grace and for teaching us to cry out to you in, in our distress. Thank you for your great mercies which bring us back to your law. O oh Lord, make us a people who long to be near you, who cry out to you from our hearts and praise you for your deliverance. And we do praise you this morning for delivering us through the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus on the cross, who paid the penalty for our sin, our rebellion against you. O oh Lord, we come to you and ask these things and cry out to you on the merits of the atoning blood of Christ. And we pray in his name. Amen.